We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Good evening. Good morning, friends. Welcome to Mavs Moneyball After Dark. It's about 11.45 on February 8th. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks just defeated the Los Angeles Clippers. They won their second straight road game and their second straight game without Luka Doncic. <laughs> Though tonight featured the debut of new Dallas Maverick, Kyrie Irving. How you doing, Josh? Uh, I'm doing okay. Um, leave it to the Mavericks to always do, you know, our friend Austin kind of chimed in online uh you know over at the 77 and heaven pod um just chimed in was like as josh said the mavericks are the team of discourse always and forever and just this team just does the thing that's gonna make people talk the most good or bad it's just like clockwork well this was you know so just to be clear we're heading into all-star break we're heading into the trade deadline tomorrow um this is just the time of the year where everybody is dragging ass. So for the Mavericks <laughs> to have a fucking five-game West Coast road trip feels extra mean, just on paper. But then you have the trade like this, which proceeds to basically scramble the roster up in a really interesting way. And I, I think this was the most interesting game we've had to watch in weeks. Yeah, that- I'll go. I'll go with that. Um, when you consider, you know, the magnitude of like Kyrie's first game, first game after a big trade where they traded two starters. Obviously, no Lucas, so there's still some more to be learned. But it was, it was a fun game in the sense that, like, <laughs> it was also. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to like it. 
It was kind Paul of like Ramble. A, no, it was kind of like a where the hell has this team been? That yes, all season. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because let's be clear. So in the first quarter, the Mavericks scored forty-one points. Yeah. <laughs> How did they score forty-one points? Blistering shooting was part of it, but and and I'm looking forward. Maybe Is Talk will prove me wrong in the morning. They ran plays, <laughs> yeah. and and we're not talking like some like some 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 actions that occur within you know, the, the flow of the game, because like there's, there's these occasional things where it's like, Oh, it was a really nice, you know, choice out of a pick and roll, whatever. Like they were running interesting stuff to in, in, you know, part of it, like most of it actually centers on Kyrie Irving's off ball movement, which I think will right. be kind of the highlight of the interesting stuff that we talked about, because, you know, for, for he's, he's just, a, he's obviously a very, very different player than anybody that the Mavericks have had for a while. So watching a lot of what he did, that stuff, the Clippers didn't have, you know, scouted within the Mavericks framework. You obviously know how Kyrie Irving is going to play because he's a very good, you know, he's a well-known commodity, et cetera, but how that works within what the Mavericks do can't really predict it, uh, at least in terms of scouting. And so what, you know, early in the first quarter, the Mavericks just moving, moving the ball, moving, you know, moving off ball, moving in transition. And it was, it was a really entertaining and weird watch. I mean, I saw a stat, I couldn't find it, but I'm pretty sure Bobby Corral posted this prior to this game, actually prior to the Utah game, Jaden Hardy and Josh Green had scored 20% of the Mavericks fast break points this <laughs> season. So a guy who missed 20 games in a rookie, uh, have said scored two, and so the what they're doing in terms of like pushing the ball, I'm just you know we're, I, I want to talk about this more at the end, but it, it was key to to getting the jump on the Clippers, and I'm just I'm really interested to see where they go with it because you know obviously when you push the ball, you turn the ball over more. Mavericks had a lot of turnovers, um, <laughs> yep. But it was it was just a fun weird game. Now if I'm the Clippers, I'm kicking myself because this was a big game for seating and things and, and for tiebreakers. It's it's you know I, I wouldn't have been mad if they lost it because they're kind of undermanned at the moment but like this is a really big win like big big win and I, I the ramifications for it are kind of interesting and I would be pissed as hell to lose a game because Theo freaking Pinson <laughs> played the game of his professional career uh you know just made some threes made some nice passes just did like the, I, again I'm I'm kind of all over the place about the recap of this game but th this was. This I, I just had a really good time watching it. And part of it is I think I'm like delirious with tired because this has been like a really weird week for me at home here. I've not gotten much sleep, but I had a hell of a time watching it. And I just, I don't know, just wanted to kind of focus on that. Yeah, I mean, weird week at home, weird week online. Um, oh, it's always a weird week online. <laughs> this was, come on, this was, this was weird. You know, this was uh, mm -hmm. up another notch and, you know, from when the trade happened, I think the thing that really the thing that really sucked was the trade happened and then the Mavericks played another game. Like it what the trade happened on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. So we've had over 48 hours to just stew and fester online and not trying to say any right or wrong, but it was just with Kyrie, it's a very complicated and it's a very yeah. uh, sensitive issue because of of what all is going on so obviously he's a complicated player like if you're to like I, one of the things i've been kind of saying to people is like if you're to wipe away what happened to him this year meaning the 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 controversy we'll just refer to it as that because i'm too tired to, to get into the semantics 
the rest of the shit he's done has been weird. Like, <laughs> like he's he's demanded trades, he's threatened surgery. Like, there's just been a lot of stuff. And so, you know, talking about that, those things is exhausting. So it's like when you just get to look at like the basketball, you know, Logan. Logan did a really nice piece for us that we published today where it's like, here's what we think the fit is going to be. We're going to talk about that more later. But it's like the actual basketball with Kyrie has never been in question. Right. And that's the thing, like, that's what me and you, like, me and you talked about. Like, that's what we talked about. That's what I wrote in my column. Like, mm-hmm. when Kyrie's on the floor, he's pretty, he's pretty good. He's pretty, pretty good. good. And there's no, like, no one denied that. We haven't denied that. Our whole thing has been, you know, can he can he be on the floor? And uh, and I think you know we noted that this is probably the healthiest season he's played. Um, what like four Long years? Long time. He has a yeah. lot of like freak injury history. He's also a smaller guy. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things. It's like you know I, I've not watched him a ton. I watched him more this year, but you know prior I, I wouldn't say I've watched him a lot of his Nets tenure because he hasn't played a lot. Right. Um, but it was tonight was a reminder of just sort of his. I don't want to say it's like a unique body type, but like he, you know, he's about six three. He's obviously very like powerful for his for his weight. Got good strength, but he's just he's he's like a he reminds me of like a wildcat. I mean, the <laughs> guy just moves in such a unique way compared to a lot of NBA players. And and uh, you know, let's let's sort of talk about his game first. Yeah. Where, 25, 24 points, four, four um, rebounds, five assists, five turnovers. Most of the turnovers were not his fault. Um, four from eight from three. You really got to see, like, he could have scored 35. He was making a lot of extra passes in an attempt to, I think, feel out what his teammates can do, um, which to which, you know, I kind of chuckled and I'm like, this is how, you know, Luca and Spencer and everybody who runs the offense feels, but there, there's a lot of good with, with what I saw. I'm going to be really, you know, I want, I want to talk about this more at the end. I'm just, I'm going to be really curious to see what he and Luca do. Yep. We'll need to talk. Yeah. But let's, yeah. His game though, tonight, you know, like you said, a lot of feeling out, you know, he didn't, he wasn't as assertive. I mean, he barely led the team in, in field goal attempts. Like Tim had 16, he had seven. Uh, Kyrie had 17, Bullock had 13. So it's not like he dominated the ball. A lot of off ball. I mean, his first bucket as a Maverick came off him kind of running around a dribble handoff and catching it and, and making a mid range jumper. Um, that's the thing. The off ball movement was really impressive. And it led into some really interesting things in the first quarter where the Maverick were just spamming these, you know, Kyrie and, and Tim and, and other guards like Green coming off these pin down screens right into dribble handoffs both mm-hmm. sides of the floor both elbows like, like they just haven't just... done that they have not <laughs> done that right i just uh, i'm right. happy that they're doing it because now it yeah. gives you like you one thing you haven't done this year this is not a criticism because there's been nothing but you've not gotten to do some of the like really fun deeper dives that you were doing last year <laughs> there's because there's been nothing to fucking deep dive yeah that's been really tough so it was really refreshing to see that um I thought, I think, you know, this isn't a unique basketball thought. Everyone on Twitter was saying it. Um, (laughs) Kyrie's ability to push the tempo is something this team hasn't had Mm. in a very, very long time, um, basically Mm pre-Luka. And his ability to just go, and it's not just like hit-ahead passes. Like, he just got this team moving in a way that they don't. And you talked about, like, his unique ability to kind of move. Like, he creates separation Mm -hmm. so easily. And it's, 
it's really impressive how he'll have the ball and a defender will be on his hip at the three-point line. And then all of a sudden that defender is like two feet behind him and he's like dr- driving, you know, at the free throw line or he's pulling up for an uncontested jumper. Like that's just something, again, that's like superstar stuff. We see Luca can do that too. And it's like, wow. Luca often gets separation by moving backwards. What I saw Kyrie do three to four times tonight was getting separation by moving backwards and then having the defender so off guard that he would just blow past them. Yeah. And that is hard to replicate. Um, I thought he had, and I think it's sort of a nice transition right into to how Josh Green played. Josh Green played 40 minutes, probably <laughs> got to be one of his biggest minute games of his career. Had 14 points, looks like five rebounds here. Really did a nice job pushing. Uh, I think he and, and Kyrie had a lot of, of interesting chemistry, mm-hmm. um, which was fun. Uh, I, I Green got worked by, Ky- by Kawhi Leonard on defense, but you know, I thought he battled really hard. Um, but Kawhi still only scored eighteen, so it wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't the detonation that he's no done the last no. So at least there's that. It was this was this was just a neat Josh Green game. Like obviously nothing, you know, you're not looking at like a thirty point explosion, but just like a real solid like connective tissue game. That like this is the sort of stuff that I expect or hope to see from him. Like my level of expectation tops off at like, can you average double digits now and again? Can, you know, nine-ish points, and can you get? Can you do what what Dorian was doing, which was eight? You know, eight to nine points, four to five rebounds, a lot. Like only he moves the ball more. I was about to say he, he's doing a lot more than Dorian. Um, yeah. in the month of February. No, I mean like stats, like stat stuffing. Even he's st- he, like even he, he didn't really stuffing. have a lot of stats. He, you know, you're looking yeah. at here two two steals, two turnovers, one block. He didn't really have a lot, and that's okay because it's like it's this is the non-box stuff. Uh, yeah. The non-box score stuff is where my head is. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. But I mean, he's—I mean, month of February, his point totals are 15, 12, 29, and fourteen. Pretty good. Um, I don't know. No offense to Dorian, I don't know how many four-game stretches Dorian had where he scored. Uh, you know, that the only way it would is if he was connecting on threes, because Josh Green scores a lot more from two-point range. Right. I mean, that's seventy points over four games. Pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Seventeen and a half points per game. Uh, that's a really nice stretch and kind of green kind of signifies this feeling I had watching the game. And I said it in Slack and this is something that I know you, you share the same feeling because we've been screaming about this since base, you know, 2019. And it's just how refreshing is it to see guys that weren't on this roster in like 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, like just do stuff. It's like, it's like, wow, drafting players and playing them uh, is fun. Like, wow, trading for new guys is cool. Wow, signing free agents is cool. And it's like, it's, we've been talking about how this roster has been stuck in the mud and how they just couldn't seem to let go of this core of Dorian, Tim, Dwight, Maxie. Those are like four guys that are like four of the top six minutes getters for the last four to five years. And, you know, <laughs> I, I shared that screenshot. Remember, I, I yep. was thinking about it. It's like a game, game in 2019. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the, the top five of the top seven minutes getters are the same top five of the top minutes getters of a game. The Mavericks played a month ago. And it's like, boy, that there's just some stagnation and it's not just on the court stagnate. Like, you know, these guys obviously like each other. Doran's one of the most liked guys on the team, but there's just, 
teams that are trying to win don't operate like this. Like unless those guys are, unless you have all-stars, like teams don't stick to like, cause the goal is always, okay, are, are these guys good enough? Let's get on, you know, unless you're tanking and you're rebuilding, you know, if your goal is to win a championship and you have a championship level player on your roster, everyone who's not an all-star is expendable. And that's how every other team in the NBA operates. And that's why it's been so frustrating to see the Mavericks just kind of being like, well, you know, we've got these undrafted guys and second round picks. And, you know, Tim is kind of like our island misfit. Like Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. It's fun when the Island of Misfit Toys can do things, but you know what's also fun is like talent. Yep. And, and seeing Josh Green, what he's done the last couple of games, seeing Jaden Hardy, what he's done the last couple of games, because even though he had five turnovers tonight, I enjoyed his minutes uh, in this game as well. Um, you know, Reggie Bullock hasn't been on this team very long. He's, he might as well be, you know, this is only his second season. Um it, it's just nice, you know, Kyrie Irving, say what I, you know, all the stuff off the court, I understand, but like on the court, there's no denying it. And just seeing that was really cool. And it's like, I was just, we were just tired of this roster. And I think the the play kind of reflected it too. Like, I don't think it was just like an us complaining about an aesthetic thing. Like I no. think it was hampering the on-court product. And yes, I'm sorry that Spencer didn't when he left. I'm sorry that, you know, Dorian Finney-Smith left. I'm sorry that they were fan favorites, but like, it was it's time like it is time to change this roster Luca is in his fifth year he you know I know he's still young but like you just you gotta move you gotta go forward and uh that's the thing I think you know this game particularly like just seeing Kyrie seeing Josh Green seeing Jaden Hardy seeing those three guys do stuff uh was just a really refreshing feeling um and and I'm sure that's shared by a lot of Mavs fans uh that watched this game tonight like it was just it just felt different and sometimes different can be really good yeah and and you know to sort of round out the guys that i enjoyed watching you you briefly touched on it reggie bullock hitting his threes is just a riot like the vol- <laughs> the, the volume that he got like he's, he's inching back up into the volume we've been talking about for a while yeah. he says do it now you go through this box score and it looks like like a communist collective of what happens with all the other stats, like the the gang rebounding. They out rebounded the Clippers, which is impressive. A yep. lot of assists to go around. Twenty six yes. assists on forty one makes. That's kind of an element of the fast break points to to that 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 happened here. Like Tim Hardaway had six assists. I have no idea what Tim Hardaway's like assist high is, but he doesn't get six assists. A lot of him he got in fast break today. I'm pretty positive of that because if I if I'm going to make a couple of complaints about this game, Tim is you know he hit a clutch three tonight. Okay, to to seal the game, four of nine, 19 points. Every, some you know 19, five and six. You're gonna look at this and probably say, Oh, Kirk, you're being too critical. Tim could have. Tim was bad. I think he started three of eleven. So yeah. he he finished the game strong, but there was a stretch 
from like the kids keep the going back to him, and I don't understand. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Well, I mean, it has I'm, to be because the bodies. But. Right, right. That's what it is. It's like, who's going to play? Are you going to play McKinley Wright, you know, yeah. more minutes? Or are you going to play? He just I does, mean, he like, when paid? the ball goes to him, he shoots it. <laughs> I, 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 I don't get it. I don't get it. And then, and you know, it is it is what it is. Like, then two other guys, like, we. so we got, you know, the full rookie Jaden Hardy experience, eight yes. points in 12 minutes. He also had five turnovers in 12 minutes, a couple of which were hysterically funny. Yeah, just, um, just trying to do too way too much. But it was okay. like I'm playing with Kyrie Irving. Here's my <laughs> Kyrie Irving impression. Here's the ball while we're at it. Like really, and that's fine. He had an awesome yeah. dunk and transition. Oh, yeah, that's so cool. That was pretty cool. So, and then last but not least, the guy who I'm wondering if he's going to be on the team by the time people listen to this tomorrow. Oh, it's Christian. My goodness, Christian Wood, uh, second game back from injury, six points, six rebounds in 17 minutes, including three turnovers, some awful defense, some awful decision making. Um, uh, I don't, I don't really have much more to add. Do you? Uh, I mean, you noted this in the Slack. He was not the first, you know, he didn't start, uh, and he wasn't the first big to come off the bench. That was JaVale McGee. Um, so, uh, you know, he did end up playing more minutes than McGee. Cause I think there was a, we were wondering like, is he going to play at all? Like, <laughs> but then he, he, he snuck in right at the end of the first quarter with a couple with like 30, like 40 seconds left. So well, and he, wa- and he just really um, wasn't very good. No, and, he's, and he's been invisible these last two games. Logan, one of our guys, Logan Thompson had a, had a, I can't find it cause it's everybody's timeline is a mess, but he had a tweet around halftime, which was the, Talking about like just ball stoppers where you don't trying to think out of how he phrased this, but he basically said like Wood and Spencer and Tim Hardaway essentially hold like they they stop the ball and you know where it's going, which allows the defense to like basically overplay you. Whereas with Luca and Kyrie, they press the ball towards the basket, but because they're like they do multiple things and and you just don't you can't guard them a particular way every time because they're going to take advantage of the right situation. Whereas the other three guys I mentioned kind of predetermine what they're doing. You know, they might score anyways, but you know, when wood's going to shoot, like he it's just, it's obvious. Um, and, and that's something I'm, I was thinking about for the rest of the game. And, you know, maybe, maybe what will be with the team for the rest of the season. Maybe he gets traded tomorrow, but I don't really think he's going to have a very big role on this team. If he's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to the, you're reading the tea leaves, I think Tim ESPN's Tim McMahon, who's as plugged in as anyone with the Mavs, yep. I mean, basically, I mean, didn't really hide the fact that basically the Mavs are trying to do whatever they can to trade Wood and to trade Hardaway yep. at this deadline, just to try to get something with Wood. It's it's probably just a matter of can they get anything for him because it is an expiring. So I can't imagine it's probably just a, a level of like what can we tolerate giving up for him? Cause it's not too hard to move. And, you know, teams aren't going to be too scared of it expiring as long as they're not giving up much. Tim will be much harder because his contract stinks. And I don't yeah. think anyone wants his contract. Like so. the internet was a flutter today because there were like odd, like seeming discussions between wood and Reggie Jackson, who's on the Clippers, which was just would have been a weird trade the day the teams play. And also trading a small for a big when this Mavericks team doesn't have a lot of size is kind of up in the air, but I don't know. I I'm very curious to see what happens because it, he's visibly not with it. And, and like body yeah. language, I think matters with this team. He's even like McGee, who has been a, like a, you know, very not good seems to be like doing his best to be a good teammate at all times. And I think that matters. 
Yeah. And this was probably McGee's most best game of the season. Maybe. Yeah, he played hard. He looked good. Simple <laughs> decisions. He, you know, he didn't chase blocks. That's the thing that really he right. boasts. Yeah, and, and things like that. Well, I think that's pretty good, you know, summary of the game because it's this game may not matter relative to what's going to happen the rest of the season. Why? Because Luka Doncic is on the team. Yeah. And I simply – the thing I can't wait to see, and a lot of people mentioned this on social media tonight, and I think it's worth repeating – this team is has the horses to push. So therefore, it is up to Luca to push more. If you have Kyrie Irving, I think you just have to say that. And for all the Luca LeBron comps that exist, and I think a lot of them are very valid, LeBron is one of the best, if not the best, basketball player in transition in history. And Luca doesn't do that. And LeBron turned himself into a good screener, turned himself mm-hmm. into, you know, cutter. Like, I mean, he put in the work to be a good off-ball player. Um, so, yeah, like, Luca just doesn't do that. And the whole thing has been, well, he he doesn't do that because he has to do everything. Well, sure. he doesn't have to do everything anymore. Nope. And we just saw a game. We, like, come on, man. We just saw Ky- what Kyrie did leading this team to a win, you know, leading this team in scoring and all the off-ball movement and everything. And you're like, man, it's all right there. So if Luca comes back and we see the same, like the only play they run is a staggered Spain pick and roll and Kyrie sitting in the corner and they're walking the ball up and, and they're not getting out in transition. Like that's not good. And this is going to be a big moment for Luca for the rest of the season. And the thing is, is it's like, we know he can do it. Like that's kind of the weird thing. It's just like, cause we've seen him do it on the Slovenian national team. And he's obviously like, he's such a gifted passer and he's so like, he's such a good, like he's so big. He's like, mm-hmm. when he, if he wants to set screens, he could be a great screen yep. player. Like it, it's all there. Like he's such a smart player. Like, like he, he knows this, you know, like it's, it's not I like mean, this we, breaking news to him. It's just, is he going to do it? Like he, ha- he has a preferred style in the NBA up until now. The, the reasoning has been, well, because he has to. And, and for the first time in his NBA career, the answer to that question is you don't have to anymore. No. So what's he gonna so what's it gonna look like? That's right. That's right. And so we'll see. You know, we got about I don't know how many games left in the season, plus hopefully some playoff games to to for yeah. these guys to see if it works. And we don't know, like I think, you know, there's no point in speculating anything about what Kyrie is going to do or wants to do, but it is in Luca's best interest to try to maximize a relationship if this is right. what he wants. You know? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I mean, from what we've heard from reporters, like he was very much like do yes, know, do this trade. So right. This this is like the first time it's very weird because you know how much grief have we given this front office with the mistakes they've made over the last you know, since they drafted Luca, you know, this is the first time where it's like, okay, they did the thing, you know, they got they got the second superstar. They got the second all-star. They got the complimentary piece. It's not like a weird, you know, Kristaps Porzingis fit. It's a really smooth fit. Kyrie basically advertised how well he could fit with Luca in this game with the way that he was moving off the ball and coming off screens and curling and, and doing all that kind of stuff. And it's like, all right, so, you know, now now we just have to see it. Uh, and that's exciting, though, because it's That's like, real exciting. No, no, it's... it's, it's... It's, it's new. It's it, you know. It's and it's, it's basketball. Yeah, that's the real rub. It is 
basketball. People yeah. love transactional stuff. People also love drama. Uh, we yeah. see that in our numbers. But like being able to talk about the basketball is why you and I do this. I can't. I I think that part will be real fun. Um, I'm out of gas, and I gotta go yeah, for a fucking yeah. live show. Let's go. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, but I wanted to talk about this game. Yes, like, for I, sure. I, I, we, you know, we we put in a lot of work the last several days of Mavs Moneyball, and I wanted to talk about this. I wanted to, you know, to to, and I, I think we did a nice job here. Um, show up to MavsMoneyball.com. We had a real nice read today from Ben Zadell about Dorian Finney's. No, I'm sorry, about Spencer Dinwiddie that I thought was real nice. Um, I, I think that the Mavericks moved on from Spencer to where he will now be the kind of guy that I think fondly about years from now. Like zero <laughs> bad taste in my mouth, um, even though it it sort of seems like he might have been. He was getting like, close. <laughs> he was getting close on the like, well, it just seems like he might have been a, a guy that that was at the edge of like the, the he might have been a, you know, just. Uh, I think everybody might have been ready to to to, to part ways. Is always is where yeah. I sort of feel. Um, I think we Jordan wrote about Dorian Finney Smith, which I think you're going to go edit now. Um, Dorian's if it, Dorian's a guy that if you love Dorian, I understand. Bobby Corral, Mavs Moneyball. I'm sorry, Mavs.com. Though Bobby, you are welcome to come write for Mavs Moneyball. Uh, <laughs> shared a piece from um, 2016 at Summer League. Uh, that he like some of the first quotes he got from Dorian, which like, like kind of moved me in a really like I'm very cynical, and it was just like, <laughs> oh man. He also like talked about how he was a, a big um, like Charks was in on him early, and it's like, of course Charks was like, just of course he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm you know I've been a little sad to see Dorian be sad, but like you said, it's like it's okay when relationship like it's it's relationships come to a fitting end and maybe maybe he'll get you know go the fact that we don't have to play him again this year like i'm gonna be i'm gonna be rooting for the nets yeah for sure i hope he does great and you know he's turned himself into such a good player it would be like if you know it would be a shame to see if that uh mess things up um hey kirk um what? Don't know what to tell you, but the Phoenix Suns are trading for Kevin Durant. Whoa! <laughs> Shams and Waj just tweeted it. Wow. Wishing to get the deal done tonight. Uh, so, uh, well, the, the Eastern Conference <laughs> had a nice run of like eight months of being the better conference. I don't think that is the case now. Uh, God, what if what if Phoenix and, and the and Dallas play in the playoffs again with Kyrie and Durant against each other? Well, I mean, it's <sighs> like, I hate saying it, but this this league, this stupid league, this dumb dumb league, Kirk, just finds ways to just. Do this. No, but this is interesting. Like, I was worried you were going to tell me something like horrific. So, oh yeah, like Kyrie. Like, since, like Kyrie. Yeah, I was like, like Kyrie. Kyrie tweeted, "Kirk, I'm sorry, it happened." It's like, you know, what? No, like, like Mark Cuban, Kyrie Irving get into altercation. Like, you know, it was like something preposterous. Like, because the way you said, it, you're like, uh oh. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, good. No, this, like this is this is not the this best part fun. about this, yeah. Josh. This is not our problem. <laughs> right. And we, well, I mean, it is, but it's not our yeah. problem to write about and cover. Right. Um, you want to know the. You wonder, wonder if the deal's gone. No, 
It's Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, and four first round picks. Well, that's the that yeah, that's a yeah. that's a home run for Phoenix. Wow. Paul Booker, Durant, Aiton. Uh, I guess Jay Crowder's coming back to Phoenix. I don't know. He, is he like, guys? Can I play now? <laughs> uh, can I? Can I please? Can I please come play? Right. Oh Good my gosh. The West just business is about to pick up. Wow. All right. Well, Kirk Henderson and Josh Bo coming out of to read about our, you know, Kyrie's news is yesterday. Now we're on to Kevin Durant, but of course we're in the West, and of course it's the Phoenix Suns. Everybody be good. We'll talk to you guys. Uh, play the Kings, too, uh, you know, after the trade deadline. Maybe if something weird happens tomorrow, we'll record. Mm-hmm. Like, or I'll, I'll record. We'll oh, start. yeah. We, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be ready for if there's a deadline move. I was going to go to bed. I was going to record like a 20 minute live show. Now this is going to be like an hour and a half of people like joining and going, woo. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about. All right, that. guys. Everybody be good. Talk to you soon. Go Mavs.